This episode of The Sleepover was brought to you by Law & Order, by which I mean I broke the law and was ordered to place my hands on top of my head and stop resisting. Enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to this episode of The Sleepover on Bedroom Studios. Tonight, we have the gothic mistress of Macabre herself, a victim of her own murder, the murder of Jane Crow's, ironically, Jane Crow. Jane, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I cannot complain. Uh, the dog bit me, but other than that, I'm pretty good. Ah, at least you have a dog, so that's reason to... Uh, I, need to, I need to put this up front. My wife loves you, and she's listening in right now. Well, I love her you too. Can... <laughs> Say hello. Hi. Hi. I don't know if you can hear somebody step somewhere. But uh, anyway, so Jane, tell us, uh, tell us a little about yourself. Tell us about the murder of Jane Crow. What is that? Who is that? Well, the murder of Jane Crow is my band, and um, a group of crows is called a murder, which is where that name came from. So you know, being that I'm Jane Crow, my group of crows is my murder so that's where the murder of jane crow comes from even though it does have like kind of the ring of a edgar Allan poe short story title or something like that so uh that's part of the fun as well but um it's a band that has been together since 2015 and it has had members kind of coming and going um so it's sort of an ever-changing lineup but uh I that also is sort of built into the name of the band if you've ever watched a murder of crows flying around through the sky you see some of them coming some of them going it's really quite chaotic and uh so far the four-year history of the band has kind of been in keeping with that i've uh, had amazing players come and share their music with me and go and um you know it's it's been a rotating cast of incredible musicians and wonderful people that i've had the opportunity to play with over these years and um you know we are uh currently taking on a new form right now we're finally about to get a drummer which has been a dream of mine we've never had a drummer so um that's where we're headed now with the future of the murder of jane crow so that's a little background for you right on what kind of music, what kind of music do you play okay my least favorite question <laughs> um okay we play what other people tell me we play is the most unique music they've ever heard so it's tough to pin it down, but the least amount of words I can pin it down in is classical, gothic, no, classical, cabaret, gypsy, goth. That's what it is. Those are the four words. <laughs> there is no other band out there, I promise, that is playing the same as you guys. Yes, yes. So it's sort of interesting to be in the middle of Alabama um, playing this weird ass music because you know you got to play the hand you're dealt i'm here in alabama this is where my life is and i gotta work it and you know sometimes we don't play for the biggest groups of people but the people that get it they really really get it they're really excited about it you know sometimes i think if we were in new york city or if we were over in europe somewhere that you know our music might be more widespread at this point but you know we're not going to stop the hustle and we're going to keep trying to get it out there as best we can, but it's uh, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. It's okay. Hey, I okay. dig it. <laughs> so wait, you're talking about Alabama, like you're not from here. You're not. You're not. Are you originally from this? I'm not, 
No, I am not originally from here. I, I ended up in Alabama for college and I went to the University of Alabama, World Tide, and I got a um, music degree from there in uh, vocal performance, singing opera and that sort of stuff. So before I was in Alabama, I did most of my growing up in Jacksonville, Florida, but I was born in New Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl. And uh, my dad was in the Navy, so also a Navy brat, and we sort of bebopped around until we landed in Jacksonville, Florida, where I spent most of my life up until I got here. So, and oh, well, I thought you were about to send to the uh, Will Smith thing. He's like, Jacksonville, Florida is where I spent most of my days. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry to let you down. No, nah, I'll get over it. So, you mentioned you are an accomplished operatic vocalist. Uh, you no, got I don't know about accompl- we might have different definitions of accomplished. Yeah, I don't know about accomplished aside from the fact that I went to school for it. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, right. I, yeah, yeah, I well, opera from time to time. Well, is there anything else that you're proficient and maybe or maybe not accomplished in? Uh, do you do anything else besides sing? I play piano. So I'm, I'm trained as a vocalist, but I'm self-taught as a piano player. So I feel like I'm just all knuckles up there, just slamming on the keys. Um, but, you know, after a couple decades of self-taught action, um, I'm doing okay in the piano department. But that's always my favorite songs are always the ones we have a, a, a section in our longer shows where I get to get up and just sing while um, Jimmy is playing guitar and uh I always enjoy that part because I like, whew, I get to quit playing piano for a little bit and just get up and and sing, which is the easy part. <laughs> right. Yeah, playing drums and singing, I thought was hard. Guitar and singing. Yeah. Fuck that. I can't imagine having to play piano and sing at the same time. Yeah. yeah it's, I, I think playing drums and singing is the hardest, honestly. <laughs> think of all of it. I mean, I can't drum at all. Maybe that's part of why I feel that way. But <laughs> I can't imagine keeping a beat and trying to sing with a good vocal technique <laughs> so as long as you think i can do it anybody could you know, should be yeah, I'm not about all that. i think you're i think you're selling yourself short yeah well i'm i'm six foot four so it'd be hard <laughs> to do that i guess you're allowed to do that from time to time then <laughs> <laughs> so are you in any other groups right now or is murder jane co murder jane crow really your only uh solitary that's really it right now, although we have been talking about getting a metal band off the ground. You know, over the years, I have played in all sorts of bands um, from the time I, I never played in a band till I got to Alabama. And that's where all my band experience has happened. So I've been playing in the Alabama music scene since 98. I got in my first band. It was a, my very first band was a badass grindcore band called Green Beret. Um, and that was awesome and i've played in other metal bands over the years but it's been a long time since i've you know gotten to front a metal band and uh jimmy and i have been talking about trying to get one together just even if it's just for shits and giggles but just to do it to get the metal out of our systems because it's kind of like we're building up the metal inside of us and it's been a long time since we've uh had that kind of release so we're talking about getting that up and off the ground at some point in time here but uh but right now, the murder is the main thing. So, you know, I stay focused on murder. That's my day-to-day existence. Right on. <laughs> so what are, what are your influences for this uh, dark and eerie music that you that spews forth from you like a black cascade of <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's a handful of things. You know, um, I'm really, 
I love classical music and I love the romantic era of art. So especially classical music. And when I'm talking about romantic era, I'm talking about um, Beethoven was the first one of the romantics. And then you have folks like um, there were these Germans in the 1900s that were writing songs called Lieder. And uh, those were kind of my predecessors. They were these art songs for piano with beautiful poetry for the vocals and um, artists like uh, Schubert and Brahms. They were the big guys that were doing that kind of music that has had a huge influence over me. But you take that kind of classical side and mix it in with, um, you know, when I was in, when I was uh, a teenager, that was back in the nineties and I uh, was really into Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson back then. I was kind of like spooky, spooky kid, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I've always been drawn to like that darker side of music. And um, the way that I taught myself to play piano, however, was through the music of Tori Amos. So if you're familiar with Tori Amos at all, she um, was also really huge in the nineties and just um, virtuoso piano player um, who wrote these really bizarre and wonderful songs that kind of fit a pop song structure. So you kind of take that smorgasbord of stuff. And then also, you know, my, my experience is playing in metal bands and um, that kind of influence as well. Um, it all kind of comes together to be this dark, weird little thing that I do. <laughs> awesome. I can dig it. Yes. I'm glad you can. I'm glad That's someone good. can. I'm glad anyone can. Anybody who can is my hero because... Yeah, I just, I, I, I know it's not for everybody. So whoever it's for, I love you. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, my hero. So, yes, yes indeed. <laughs> do you recall your first show you ever played and who that was with and where it was? All the deets. Like my first show ever or the first show with the murder of Jane Crow? Like, Well, if the first show you ever played was with the murder of Jane Crow, sure. But, uh, uh, no, the first, show, the first time you ever stepped on stage in front of somebody. Oh, well, the first time I ever stepped on stage in front of somebody was when I was in fourth grade and I was singing in a talent show and um, I sang this oldie by a group. I can't remember if it was the Shirelles or the Chiffons, one of those groups. It was called I Wonder Why. And I got to sing in the cafetorium full of all these people. (laughs) And I sang the two daytime shows and got called back to sing the nighttime show. For some reason, I went to this elementary school that really went big on talent shows. And um, that was my first time ever it was it was awesome i was you know i was real little <laughs> so, I mean, i've been performing my whole life so I'm, i mean that's a stupid story but this this is my life <laughs> oh, that was back in uh jersey no that was in jacksonville that was oh, jacksonville, I, I, yeah that was right when i had moved to jacksonville so i was there most, like i was saying most of my life but uh but yeah but the first show with the murder um when that band started out and I had no idea what form that band was going to take. I had lived in South Florida for a little while in the early part of this decade. And when I moved back, I knew I wanted to start a band and I had the band name, but I didn't know what I, what was going to, you know, what people were going to come into my life. And it just so happened that it was um, an all female group for the first couple of years. And that was a lot of fun. And, um, our very first official show was at books, beans and candles. Um, they have this, it's, that's a little kind of occult store down on the South side here in Birmingham. And it's in this old house. It's beautiful old house. And the upstairs had this big open room and they let us come in there and goth it out even more than it already naturally was. And 
bring in a bunch of folks to uh, watch the show. And, and it was uh, it was really a wonderful experience to get to kick it off the way that it did the early. Um, I actually am putting together a compilation CD that we should have out in the next couple months called The Early Years. And it's going to feature the two EPs that I recorded with the, the all-female lineups that I had in the early years of the band. Um, because it really was kind of a magical time. Um, that's the only time I've ever been involved in an all-female band. And it was it was really wonderful. And those were really great people that I got to work with. So that was a really fun place to have a first show, too. Kind of at an atypical venue. And a, a really lively one. And it was a real nice reception. And we just kind of have gone on from there play a zillion shows we're over 100 shows now it's been 110 120 shows we've played now since then yeah i have a list somewhere i need to update it but um yeah it's been it's been right um last time i updated the list it was right at 100 so and there have been yeah yeah i keep playing i'm i'm kind of ocd well join the club we got jackets but we can't figure out which way to put them on exactly Exactly. My card carrying member. <laughs> so who are your inspirations for not only your music, but your very unique style of uh, clothing and, you know, everything else that you do? Because no one in Birmingham or probably this state or probably, possibly this country sounds or looks anything like the Murder Jane Crow. Ah, well, crows. I mean, I, I, I look to the crows and that's why, like, we always are, you know, everyone in the band, um, I encourage them to always wear all black and to incorporate feathers wherever they can so that we kind of have a crow vibe to us. And so I also, you know, I take that and personally I draw from kind of the goth community. You know, there's a lot of very gorgeous fashionistas in the goth community. And I keep some of those folks in my, you know, live in my Instagram feed just to get inspiration from time to time. But, you know, another inspiration to me is the thrift store and whatever, cool weird little um black clothing items pop out to me at a thrift store which is going to be one of a kind i mean that's the beauty of thrift store shopping not only is it cheap but if you find something chances are it is going to be one of a kind so um that's my other big uh fashion inspiration is just whatever i luck across at the thrift store so i've ended up with some cool stuff that way so uh, if it's not black do you dye it black or yeah Usually. I mean, I usually don't even waste my time with that. It's got to be something pretty amazing for me to go to the trouble of dying it. But um, yeah, it's all black. I could take you a picture of my closet if you want. It's just all black clothes. I'll show my wife. Yeah. Put that on your, put that on your Instagram. She'll follow you. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll post it later today just to prove. Yeah, right. She's going to post that later for you today. Oh, yeah. She's on, your, she's on your Instagram page right now. She's scrolling cool. through. And she's giggling frighteningly. I'm going to lock the door. No. So, if you could assemble a, a, a dream tour of any four bands that you, you want, if they were past, present, living, dead, whatever, what, what four bands would you pick? Hmm. To see if I'm just going to this show, you could just you could have a VIP pass, or you could be playing the show with them. Anything you want. Oh, geez. I mean, oh man. <clears throat> yeah, I would want to see. I mean, okay, it would kind of be different if I was playing because if I was playing, honestly, oddly enough, the band I've always wanted to open for on a huge tour has been Ghost. If I could open for a band. I think we would go so perfectly as an opener for them. So that's, but that's, now that I've got that thought out of my head, 
now I'm just going to this show. This is just the show I would want to go to. And again, with Tori Amos being so huge for me, I love her. I would love to see her. There's, um, there's this band. I don't even know how to categorize this band, really. They're also kind of in the goth community, but kind of in the dark alternative, dark pop community called IMX. I-A-M-X. Um, and they're just amazing. I've always wanted to catch them. And um, Emperor. Emperor is one of my favorite bands in the world. The black metal, amazing ah. Emperor. Yes, yeah. So they, they would be the, I mean yeah yeah jim jimbo just said winter sun he would love to see them i would too they would be good on the lineup also so and maybe a hologram of patsy klein to cool me down at the end of the night (laughs) so um yeah i don't know it'd kind of be a weird mix i'm all over the place when it comes to my musical tastes right so i don't stick to a genre when i listen to music i just listen to what i'm in the mood for and there are many Many, many genres for the many, many moods of Jane Crow. <laughs> so, speaking of those bands, though, is there any band that you wish you were in? If you could, if any band in the world suddenly said, hey, we kick so-and-so out or so-and-so quit and we need you to fill the spot, what band would that be and whose spot are you taking? Ooh. Don't you say it's a hard question. Everybody says it's a hard question. It is a hard question. It is. <laughs> because next year I turned 40 and up until this point I you know back in my 20s like yeah there were other bands I wanted to play in but now that I am where I am now it's like I I just want my band to get real famous like I want it to be the murder of Jane Crow and I want us to be touring all the fucking time and playing everywhere and this is the band for me you know it's like I found my sound so I've been a hired gun in bands several times over my life and like it's like ah. I've been there. I kind of done it. So I don't know I, if I ever did that, I would be so discontented to have my, uh, my dream project taken away from me. So I don't know. There was this band, there was this German electro industrial band that I really love called and one. And, um, they have the best funnest keyboard lines and they have these really cool backing female lines that if ever there was a band that I wanted to be in, that's always been it because their music is is very eclectic and um and fun and it would be cool to be a part of that band so that's it's that's the only band that comes to mind and and that was really in my like late 20s that i was just would love to be in that band but now it's like i've grown out of it i don't know i just want to do my own thing right on right on yeah (laughs) so speaking of doing your own thing do you do anything else besides music or is music pretty much it for you oh i mean i have a day job you know I'm still still working hard to quit the day job, but yeah, I grind it out 40 hours a week and uh, come home and then I work, work, work on music, practice, practice, manage the band best I can with the time that I've got. And uh, I mean, it's it's nonstop from sunup to sundown. And um, I still have not let go of that dream that someday I'm going to get to quit this day job. And, you know, I hear about these people that didn't hit it big till they were in their 40s. And I hope I'm going to be one of those stories because I'm you know, I just still have not let it go. And uh, I, I believe, I believe that I was put here for a reason. And I am chasing that with every ounce of energy that I've got in me for the time that I have left on this weird place in this bizarre realm that we live in. <laughs> well, the only people that have ever made it are the people that, that grind and slave away at it like you are. So if anybody's going to make it, you are. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope you're right. So... <laughs> Otherwise, I just slide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll uh, 
yeah, when I'm, I'm taking stock of everything at the end of my life, I'll think back to this moment and be like, well, either he was right or he was wrong. So we'll see. Time will tell. <laughs> Remember me in your memoir when you're famous. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Some idiot on the phone. <laughs> oh, please. Please. <laughs> Look, everybody knows you. Everybody loves you. You're so self-deprecating. Really? really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who Josh Fonder is. Now I, sound like a cat. now I sound like an owl as opposed to a crow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so still, still a couple of cool birds. Hey. Right? I, I love owls. <laughs> like that thing where they twist their head around like the exorcist. Exactly. Yeah. So they're pretty amazing. So where can people catch you out live if they want to come see a show? Where do you frequent? Where's you got any gigs coming up? We actually the only gig we've got scheduled right now, well, we do have some kind of popping up in August, but um in July we are going to be performing at this um multimedia company called Richter R-Y-K-T-O-R and if y'all haven't heard about Richter I'm putting all of you on notice now and by all of you I mean anyone that's listening to this that is also in a band check out Richter because these guys have done their homework and they have done the hard physical labor to build a stage in a studio that is top notch I mean this is like top tier stuff when I saw their stage I've I was blown away. It looks like something you would see in New York City or L.A. or something. But they have kind of um, what they're trying to do is basically make a live music version of Netflix. So on Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesday nights of a week when everybody is at home decompressing from a wild weekend and just snuggling up and streaming stuff to watch. That's when they do their concerts and they live stream these concerts on location on at their beautiful stage and people can rent it and watch it for just a couple bucks and watch live bands live streamed in their own home. It's a really an amazing thing. And we're, we're performing with Richter on July 9th. It's a Tuesday and uh, we're going to be performing with a a really cool band called common rarity. Um, And that's going to be, it's we're really excited about it. I mean, that place has blown me away. And um, they I, they have earned my utmost respect with what they're doing and as hard as they're working and as professional as they are. I mean, I cannot give them a glowing enough review. So everyone that's listening to this, check out Richter. You want to get your band on their stage, I promise you. Um, it's just a wonderful thing they've got going. So yeah, July 9th, you can check out a 45-minute set that we're going to be performing from the comfort of your own home. So please check us out at Richter.com. So there's our little Richter plug. Awesome. Spell that, again. Spell that again real quick, just in case nobody called it before. Yeah. R-Y-K-T-O-R dot com. Victor dot com. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody look for Jane Crow to be on there July 7th, you say? Is it Tuesday? Ninth. Tuesday, July 9th. Mm-hmm. Hey, make it up to that. There you go. Everybody can make it. You can make Absolutely. it on your birthday. Yeah. My wife's over like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down, Tess. So, all right. Quick, plug your uh, plug all your social media outlets. Where all can we look up Jane Crow and find out? You know, you got an Instagram. What else is going on? Yes, yeah, we're. I mean, we're all over the place. We're on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Red Rum of Jane Crow because they wouldn't let us put murder in our URL. But uh, um, really? we, we've got just a regular website, murderofjanecrow.com. Um, I've got a SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash Jane Crow. Um, we have a Reverb Nation page. We've got a YouTube channel. I mean, we're all over the place. So, you know, just just 
type it in your search bar and it'll all you'll find us everywhere. If you can Google, you can find Jane Crow. Exactly. It's pretty easy. Or you'll <laughs> find the crime you'll find the crime scene. Either one. There you go. One or the other. Right on. Well, this has been another edition of the sleepover tonight. We had Jane Crow on. Jane, do you got any pass uh, any blah, 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 any final words for the audience? Uh you guys have been great. I just need I, I shouldn't I, I am uncomfortable talking. Like I was telling you, I'm so nervous. I've been so nervous this whole time and I'm probably sound like a giant goober. So thank you for sticking with me. If you're still with me at this point, you are a champion. <laughs> Well, everybody got July 9th. Uh, if you don't, can, can people attend the Richter show in person? Um, only a select few. That's a VIP thing. So um, uh, otherwise, for, for most everybody, unless they receive an exclusive invitation from us, Richter is online only. All right. You hear that, people? You better start sucking up now if you want to go to that thing in person. If not, <laughs> get on the website for a couple of bucks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> start tweeting Murder Jane Crow. Hashtag love it. Hashtag give me free tickets. All right. Well, everybody, this has been Jane Crow on this episode of The Sleepover. Thank you and good night. Say bye, Jane. <laughs>